coming at you live. 78 episodes deep. Damn. The Nathan and Gabe show. We're getting there. Speaking of getting there, you got after it today there on the bike. <laughs> Dude, uh, okay, five, <laughs> five miles, first of all, is hardly getting after it. Five miles, is, it's a warm-up. It's a little get after it, though. It's a little bit. It's not bad. You it, got somewhere. Well, see, I, it's five miles that wasn't wasted as I turned the intensity on the bike up a little bit. You know, turned the intensity knob because I had to focus on hitting and pitching. And what, and, and what do I mean by that? Video games. On MLB The Show 22. Because, dude, I'm a little late to the game on, like, video gaming online using, like... There's a thing called Diamond Dynasty, and it's really fun. What you do is you play baseball games, which is fun. Everybody likes playing baseball. I do. It doesn't, but I do. I like playing baseball in real life. I know what you're talking baseball about. Baseball games, though? Yeah. Like, on... I mean... But, dude... Come on. How are you even swinging? Like, how does that work? Click. Back forwards? Watch this. Click. Okay. That's how you swing, okay? <laughs> okay? But it's about timing, and you have to get good timing yeah. on the baseball in a good location, or, you know, baseball's a game about, it's it's the most failure. Are you having to run the bases, too? Which is fun, yeah. Is it? Yeah. So is like, that also a button, or do you actually get to use the stick? You get to use the stick to to guide your guy around the bases. Now, if if you just keep the stick going forward, does your guy just run out in the outfield? No. So it actually locks you into the line to run. A All you have to do is just like a little fucking monkey go. Just guide it around. Do you even have to guide it around or can you just jam it forward and it just keeps going? You can't jam it forward. You can't. You guide it around a little bit. Is there a way to make your guy go faster or like juke or anything? That's football. What if you get, <laughs> you can juke in baseball? No, I mean hardly, dude. Nobody's like 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 twice a year. Somebody on the base paths is like, I'm sliding this way. Then they're like, Oh shit! Then they slide around. That'd be my move every game, bro. <laughs> yeah, every game would just start, I would have that. They would just start disrespectfully just putting the glove over here. Then I'd mix it up. Yeah, there's there's some guys that are that were really good at that. You always though, I mean, always in those games. What about pickle when you get caught yeah, in that? Yeah, I was going to say, always in those games, you get caught in a rundown or a pickle, right? You you always get thrown out. Okay. It's not like real In the video game that. you do? Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. So this video game, you can't go backwards, though? You can. Okay. But it's, you know, it's... You're playing pickle against the computer. It's like real life, kind of. Like you're going, like if you get caught in a in a pickle, which is funny because I remember we used to yell pecker because it was funnier, <laughs> <laughs> but... uh. I just, dude, what what a wild memory to have unlocked. But, uh, yeah, so anytime you get caught in a rundown or pickle or pecker, you get thrown out a lot of the time because just like in regular baseball, you can't run nearly as fast as the ball. That's where the juking comes in. I know, but still. I'm acting like I'm going back the other way. Yeah. You throw the ball. As soon as that ball leaves your hand, yeah. I double back, and now I slide under your legs, uh-huh. touch the base. Have you ever seen the thing, though, where the guy holds the ball and goes, and then you go, oh shit, he's throwing it. And then you just get tagged. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's the easiest way to win. Then, right I, doubled Pump fake. then I doubled you. Then I doubled you. Double juke, dude. You're going to get tired doubling up on these. I'll jukes. triple juke if you make me. You know, if you want to do this, I'll just juke all day, bro. You're just, it's just, it's like you're actually glitching in real life. You're just <laughs> frozen in place juking. Eventually, the guy's going to close in on me enough yeah. that I'm just going to have to do one last final juke and then. Blast through that guy. Yeah. And then go right to the uncovered base. Exactly. And then they throw it over the guy that I just blasted through, and now I'm taking two bases. I hate to say it, 
but there's a whole rotation of guys. Like, they always have guys rotating in to cover the bases. Not with how many times I'm juking, bro. Unreal. There's bodies just all over the place, just tripping all over themselves. Dude. And I'm just sliding on into home plate. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's how I imagined I would play baseball in the video game and real life. Yeah? Yeah. In the video game, uh, I hate to say you'd be out probably a lot of the time. Unless, barring a throwing error, which is, which is entirely possible, uh... But you're not throwing it very far. And a lot of times, I remember, if, if people would get caught in a pickle in baseball, they'd get beaned in the back of the head. Now, what if you get hit with the ball, like if I'm trying to steal second, right, and first base throws it to second base and it hits me in the back, am I out? No. No? But if you get hit with a batted ball, you are out. Okay. Which makes As sense. a runner. Yeah, which totally makes sense, though, because it's like, you know, if you, like, blocked the ball from your... Like, from the defender being able to make a play on it, you should be out. Okay, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking, like, yeah, what are the so, chances? So, if you're in a pickle and the first baseman throws the second baseman, bang. And it hits and you in it the hits back you in of the, the head? Back, you're good. Okay. You're fine. So, why would I would just I would just run doing this move right yeah. here, blocking the first base, uh-huh. right? Why doesn't anybody do that? I'm sure because... Go big with it. I'm sure because it's way harder to run fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but how are you, you're not going to see the ball coming. And if I'm lucky, I'll catch it in the back of my arm anyway, yeah. knock it down, and now I'm there. I mean, uh, I feel like... I, I don't know. You'd have to be, like, pretty good. You'd have to be pretty <laughs> confident. And you'd have to be getting on base a lot. Okay. I mean, that's like a desperation move. Okay. Because it's like... It's like it's like when you get on base, you kind of got to act like you've been there before, right? Sure, but I mean, if I'm running and I'm trying to get to the next base, yeah. and I see that that player like going with his with his glove up, waiting to catch the ball, yeah. and I just jump in front of it to block it, gah, take one yeah. for the team, literally, to get to the base. I don't know. Worth if, it? I don't know if there's a role against like 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 actively trying to okay. To, interfere with the, with the okay maybe you think there'd be more of that happening yeah i mean i, I mean guys can throw pretty hard too in the big leagues i would, would imagine yeah. but but would you take i mean you could even get good at it like you can just really catch one to the yeah. to the back of the tricep when you're flexing yeah. ah it would hurt Ooh. but it wouldn't it wouldn't kill you yeah it you'd would, have a bruise there dude that's what's nutty right as you see guys like Back in the day, this you remember like Cal Ripken Jr. You know that player, no? Yeah, yeah, sure. <clears throat> just, just like as far I mean, as I remember the name, as far as just like uh, working a job, right? And and being an athlete, baseball is a hundred and sixty-two game season, and that's also if you make it to the playoffs, that's another you know fifteen games. If you make it, you know, through your entire uh, spring training, that's thirty plus games. So you're playing like two hundred something games a year. You get, you know, you get 100 days off. Probably not really, but there's still, like, warm-ups between that. Well, Cal Ripken Jr. played, like, I think it was, like, 2,600 games without ever taking a day off. Well, As a shortstop. That's, like, a crazy record, hmm. right? Like, that's probably unbreakable because people are always taking rest days and stuff now. Sure. But I remember, like, back Especially when he nowadays. played. Yeah, right? It's never coming back. But, yet. like, back then when he played in, like, the 80s, I remember watching a clip of him when he's, like, batting, and he gets hit. With a baseball, right on the hands, dude. Mm. I can't like how the hell was he like recovering? I mean steroids, but how was he recovering? <laughs> I mean, but he wasn't big. Like he wasn't like a big like power hitter. Like 
He was a big guy, but not like muscle bound and shit. Sure, but probably took a couple extra little acai had to drops or something. Yeah, that's the only way you do it. Yeah, I imagine especially playing such a difficult skill position at shortstop. Is is that one? I guess you're doing a lot more than like just a yeah. second baseman if you're shortstop. Uh, I mean, it, it a second baseman and shortstop. It's it's. Almost kind of the, the same, same thing. Position. One guy's just on the base, and the other guy's in the middle. But they switch depending well, on. Well, no, that's that's a fun, that, dude. That's so <laughs> funny. That's uh, that's so funny that you say one guy's on the base. Why? What does that mean? Isn't that not? Is that no, not true? no? Don't like, you have somebody covering the base? I mean, he's not like standing on the base. No, but I mean, like, like shortstop. It doesn't like. It's basically like if you think of the infield as like a mirror image. Um, that like second base is just the like right hand side of the field shortstop. It's the same thing. Like, like shortstop covers second base, too. Okay. It just depends on, like, who's hitting, where the ball's hit. Okay. Right? So, like, for example, if the ball's hit to the second baseman... Then the shortstop... Has to cover second. Sure. Right? Yeah. So that, like, like a second baseman at at the, you know, at any level is, is almost doing as much as the shortstop. Okay. Where shortstop's usually the better fielder is because people, at least at... The lower level, and then probably leading up, are predominantly right-handed. Hmm. So right-handed hitters, that means if you're turning around on the ball and you're hitting it with the barrel at this angle, you're most likely going to hit it to the left-hand side of the field, which is where the shortstop plays. Wow. So just just based on like fielding percentage where the ball's hit, your best fielder is usually your shortstop. There you go. Yeah. Inside baseball with Gabe. Sick. That's where I played. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was a third ba- third baseman for a little Good bit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, third baseman, the hot corner. Yeah, the balls get screamed down the line. At yep, God. yep. And then one day I got hit with the ball, and then I said, "Baseball's stupid." It's wild. I, and then I actually went back, and then I got hit with the ball again, and thought baseball's really stupid, Man. and now I'm not coming back. It's crazy that then you started fighting people. Yeah, well, I feel like I can see a punch coming easier than a pop fly on a sunny day. Yeah. Or my gloves, like, oh, I think it's right here. Waga! Yeah. Yeah, I've been hitting the head a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember one, one time there was a coach fired up. Because I was good, man. Like, I was good at baseball, and I could field really well and everything, and I was always really, like, aggressive getting to the ball. Or I'm, like, sitting back waiting for it to come to me. You know, I was always, like, charging the ball. So the coach is there hitting us like grounders, right? He's just, like, you know, mellow. And then uh, when I came up, he seemed like he was a little more fired up, maybe oh. hitting the ball harder. She said a line drive right off my head. Like, I couldn't even get my glove up in time, dude. Like, I was ready. Like, we're charging the ball. And it's just, like, bang, like, right off my head. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly. Dang. Yeah. Uh, my One of my best buddies growing up, uh, his name is John Paul. He lived right across the street. I remember John Paul? JP, Johnny. He, uh, I remember one time I went over to his house to play. And, like, his mom comes like running out and jumps in the car or like his mom and dad or something. I vaguely remember it. And I was like, what happened? And they're like, there's been an accident. And then they go charging off. Well, it turns out John got hit. Uh, a guy, I think, uh, threw the bat or the bat broke. I think he threw the bat or maybe it slipped out of his hands or something yeah. and came flying around and smashed him. Right up, like right on his nose, like right on the top. Dang. So yeah, and he always had like this gnarly scar right there, and uh, yeah, it was like this big deal, you know. Poor, poor guy. Dude, when you said accident, I was like, oh my god, I just shouted out a dead guy. No, no <laughs> like I was no. like, oh no, no, super successful. Actually, really? yeah, oh, that's cool with the scar too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's. 
pretty much went away. I don't. I yeah. you know you kind of stop noticing that it's, stuff after a while. It's nice though when you have like uh, like I mean, there's a reason Harry Potter made it. I mean, you know yeah, I mean? it was a good story. Everybody in town remembered it. Yeah, yeah, because he's like this nice kid, and yeah. he was like the the quarterback for football oh, and star athlete, and Dang. always good grades and JP. Yeah, man. yeah, it's funny, man. Uh, my friends, I always feel like my friends were always way more popular than me. I always looked up to my friends. I feel like that too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. I always felt like I was just like, man, like I, I don't really know where my place is within this friend group. Yeah. But I was always making people laugh. And Same. Like always like, I felt like I never was like a detriment to, to our friend group. Sure. But I was always a little bit more poor. So I always felt kind of like self-conscious about what I was wearing. Yeah. So, and you can kind of tell now though, like my traits now in the gym, like I usually match. I usually wear like decent stuff. Like, to me, uh, buying a nice item of clothing is kind of investing in, in myself, in a sense. Because it's like I'm presenting myself as, like, like, you know, I look good. When you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you live good. When you live good, you play good. I agree. I don't even know, dude. Yeah, did you, yeah I mean, I know I've heard all some of that before, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no idea. I think that probably there's something to be said for that, that you're... You're not overcompensating, but you you have probably more rash guards than everybody in the gym put together. But I don't wear a lot of them, and I keep thinking about it. Like, I like when we get new people that seem like they've invest, like they're ready to invest time into this, because I've given a lot of rash guards out. Because it's like, hey, you know, look, you you seem invested in this, and if you love what I love, here's just a little piece of something that's also kind of cool. Because it's like if somebody starts. I would only imagine that as far as just like in the jiu-jitsu world or just athletically, they might look up to me. Maybe. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's like a definite thing. Well, it's true. I mean, it, you know, it's true. Like you're a leader in the gym. I mean, I would hope yeah. so. You know, I hope yeah. I, I hope I make, make it like a fun, welcoming environment for new people. Yeah. Yeah. You do a great job with that. For it, sure. Thank you. And and part of that is like, you know, hey, you, you've paid, you know, you've paid a little bit of dues now. Like I've beat you up for a little while. You know, not like in a in a bad way, but like you know, you've 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 earned this. You yeah. Know? Here's a little. Here's you've made something. it this far. Here's a token yeah. of just being like, hey, that's you're, cool. You're on the team. You know, like that. I think that means a lot to people because it's like then you feel like you earned something, and that's really cool, man. Like Henry, like I gave Henry like this. Uh, it's like a you know the cool. He was the blue belt rash guard all the time, and I gave it to him. Uh, you know, shortly after he got promoted, but like he was like really fired up about it, man. Sure. You know, and I felt Henry even turn it up a little bit after that. It was cool, man. Like, yeah. Like, I like that. It's like, dude, you you belong here. You're a blue belt on our team. Like, you're like Henry's a staple on our team. Yeah, for sure. And, and giving him something like that, I kind of get more excited about giving anything than I do about getting anything or wearing anything, oh. you know? And that's and that's Just the sweet reason guy. for the season. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the Christmas way or whatever. Oh, uh, you're a good buddy. You're a good buddy. Even today, I was, I was hungry and you <laughs> picked up food for me on the way here. Yeah. That was, uh, it was funny. That was, you called me as I was, uh, you said, where are you? And I was like, uh, right outside Toledo, man, like headed in. And you're like, listen, I'm going to test your willpower <laughs> and your, your friendship or something. And uh, I was like, oh God, what? Yeah, I, I thought it was coffee creamer because you've asked me before. And uh, you said, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, th things are probably sparse at home. I'm going to need some food. I said, all right. You know, no, I, I specifically said, my wife's gone. I'm starving. Yeah. I don't have any, I know there's no food waiting for me. Can yeah. you pick up some delicious 
fast food for me. Some BK. I remember one I picked it up too. My credit card was like, what? Oh. <laughs> my credit card was like, where are we? Like it felt <laughs> weird. It didn't feel safe. It's weird. So uh, yeah, my credit card side eyed me. But yeah, I handed it over, got it in there. I set it down on the seat, right? Next to my gallon of water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, it's funny because when I was there, I had this thing as I was like, I almost don't want these people knowing that like this isn't for me like i almost i dude i picked up my gum because i have gum in the side of my door i picked up my gum like i'm about to chew a piece of this in front of these people on purpose just to let them know this isn't for me that's funny so i had my gallon of water there set your bag down dude i was like rolling down the window because i was like it's gonna smell good it obviously is gonna smell good sure char what is it yeah char world char world yeah. yeah so i'm like this is gonna smell great but the wind was pushing it right into my face. <laughs> I was like, damn, like this is not good. So I rolled the window back up and it started then it started going into the car. But then I kind of switched my mindset as I was headed here. I was like, this smells good. And it just smells good and that's it. Yeah. I was like, that's fine. It yeah. smells good. I can't taste it. I can't feel it. It definitely smells better it smells than good. it actually is for you by far. Yeah. I mean It's a trick, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I crushed it. And it yeah. came in handy. I put on some miles today. Yeah. But uh, gosh darn it. It's hard finding cougars. Yeah. Mountain lions. They're tough. They're yeah. not like cats where you can just jiggle something and they come running. Yeah. Thought that's how it was going to be. It's not. Because I'm out there jiggling and I'm uh -huh. squeaking and I'm doing everything. And dang it, man. But you're seeing signs. Uh, I saw some poop. Yeah. I, saw, uh, I didn't see any fresh prints this time. Okay. Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I said that, I look at you and I just saw your little yeah. light bulb go. Dude, it's Bing. very funny that you, yep. you, know, you know me well enough to know <laughs> when the gears of when the gears are even starting to yeah, turn. Yeah. yeah, Fresh Prince. He comes out and tries to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> you just beat the hell out yeah. of him. Yeah, oh dude. yeah, so that's that's what I did. Yeah, yeah, good times. And you put on what five miles yourself? I bet I, I put on five. Yeah. yeah, bet I did five. Yeah, for sure. I. I hunted more in the woods, in the trees, than up on the hills because uh, I did some squats and some deadlifts on Friday, oh, and my legs are destroyed. Mm -hmm. So I, I planned on actually going a lot further than I was, but once I started going up that hill, oh, God, I started like, I could feel that I wasn't picking up my legs as high because as I was going uphill, I was like kicking the tops of rocks, and mm -hmm. it was making it like way louder sounding than I normally okay. walk, and I'm like really tiptoeing and yeah. you're picking up your feet and so I, that's all i knew i was like all right fuck i'm just gonna stay at the the tree line today yeah yeah are they more likely to be or is they're kind of anywhere or is there like i have no idea man i've likely? been everywhere i do i i go from the from i've hunted actually pretty close to the highway i mean not super close like obviously i'm not pointing like at the highway mm -hmm. i mean if i was 200 yards in I would probably feel good about like shooting towards the highway because there's so much trees. Like you can't see the highway from 200 yards into the woods. Okay. Oregon woods are pretty dense. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I feel okay about shooting, but I've hunted like from as close to the road as I feel comfortable all the way to like the other side of three or four hills over. And then you're walking. I mean, it's, it's a lot of up and downhill walking, mostly uphill. Yeah. And it just wears on you and it's so cold and rainy that by the time you crush those hills you're like sweaty so you never you never you're never dry you're yeah. wet from the inside and the outside yeah, and then it just makes you cold it's like having a fever 
And then you have to have to move just to stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. not ideal if you're trying to hunt something that's for sure. Yeah, you yeah. want to be kind of sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Is there um so when you're going out that deep, like what's a what's a good way or how how are you like keeping your trail like how are you making sure that you're not going to get turned around because that's like i've heard that happen to people you know where they get turned around out there yeah i mean i i know where the roads are starting that that i'm not going super far off of the road okay so i can usually find my way back to the road sometimes and now i know where i'm at for the most part so i'll know like okay if there's a if, if i see the road is way over there then i know i can cut through the tree line and then pop up over there and then come back to the road. Okay. And that's about as far off the beaten path as I get. Are you kind of using like uh are there so are there multiple roads? Oh yeah. As well. So so are you kinda of like when you get to a road, is it kinda of like checkpoint like mentally? And then, yeah. you're, then you're using that as your point of reference to go to the next point? Um, I mean I don't I don't do all like I don't have that like a process in my head. Okay. I just know okay, the roads are over here. Really the cheat move is you can listen to the ocean. Oh, smart. Okay. So you can hear the yeah. ocean. So I know that at least that way is west. Yeah, that's cool. Worst case scenario, I'll just go towards that sound. Yeah. And eventually I'm going to hit the one. That's funny. That's what my dad always said. He was like, yeah, if you ever get turned around in the woods. Because I got turned around in the woods a couple times as a kid where I was like, oh, shit. And, you know, we're talking like a mile or two from home. Nothing Still too crazy. Still scary. It can, turn it, to get... can turn into 10 miles. Yeah. yeah. But I remember like seeing a house in the woods. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Because it just meant there was people around yeah you know but uh and not like a weird house but like a modern house at the end of a street in the woods yeah you know but uh yeah my dad was always like just just head west you know listen for the ocean you get to the ocean you're fine you're yeah. fine you're, you're the highway's right there yeah. no matter what it stretches the entire ocean. you're gonna hit the highway before you hit the ocean yeah for sure yeah, yeah. i walk all the way to the ocean <laughs> like, now what i'm in the way <laughs> now what dad damn you <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, uh, I I think that's that's something that uh, I always think about when hunting is like, not hunting because I've never been hunting, but like when I see my friends hunt, you hunt, you know, people online, they always have like these pictures. They just look like they're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, it's you like, are. Man, like how do you get back? Part like, of it is you just get used to being in the woods. Yeah. And and it doesn't, it's like the people that who are naturally good at telling north, south, east, west. Mm. Have you met those people? My sister, Amanda. She's one of those? Yes, we, we were in a, in a like, maze of mirrors type thing in, like, a Ripley's Believe It or Not in San Francisco. And she's just like, yeah, like, we came in from the north or whatever, so, like, if we generally head south, we'll get to the other side of this. And I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> and then she was like, I, get, just, I just know. And I was like, that's, that's weird. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you know that? And she's like, I just know. Right now we're facing, like, southeast or something. I was like, what the fuck? I'm not good at that. I'm not good. You know at what all. I do? I do. I use. I do use landmarks. So I'll see like um, one giant tree sticking up, or a water tower, or some antennas, or something like that. And I'll go, okay, the antennas are over there. That means the water tower is over there, which means the road is that way. I feel like that's how my brain would do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, like a point of reference would be everything. That's what I was wondering. I was like, are you like? tying tree you know like something onto a tree or putting like a divot in some bark or whatever no dude i went outside when i was a kid my parents had this beautiful big tree in the backyard and i was just like look at all this neat bark and i just pulled, pulled so much bark. no no so much bark you want to see tree. what was under the bark right? yeah cause I, cause how it, else are you gonna know because it's deep you know it's like a nice big pine tree and uh my dad at one point 
put a rope swing in it. And it was so cool, man. Like, my parents had this, a, a like, it's, it's a house at the very end of a street. And it's, like, down a gravel driveway. But then there's just, like, a canyon of woods. Like, that's, like, their whole backyard, right? Sweet. Like, there's been, like, a bear den down there. Like, you want to hunt? I mean, realistically. Yeah. My dad's always talked about it. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to start hunting in the woods. You know, I'm going to set up, like, a tree stand and whatnot. He's like, nobody would know. You know, but I was Sweet. Like, maybe. But. He's worrisome that like if he if he killed or shot a deer or whatever like with a bow that's what he wanted to do was that ultimately it wouldn't die like then and there then he'd have to track it and then he'd have to like explain you know yeah like, it's that's hard a tough like, with a deer it's hard to be like it was attacking my baby yeah. it was it was who it was just hooving at my baby like that horse that trampled the woman <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but uh. That made me laugh so hard whenever he talked yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, so uh, down in that canyon, right, we had this tree, the one that I stripped all the bark off of. But it had like a really cool, um, like, like the way that it had grown, it almost had a whole almost separate tree like growing out of the side of it, kind of. So like if the tree is kind of here, there was like a big branch that was really like thick off to the side of it like this. So the canyons here, kind of this, I'm using my arm as a visual, but there's like a canyon here and then the house is up behind, right? So my dad threw a like float, like we would find those, like there was like this time when we were just finding floats all the time. Cause like I said, we go to like the far expanses of the beach. So we had like old metal ones and stuff, Sweet. which are cool. Yeah. So he took, but just one of those plastic round ones, like they're hard, like a big hardy float. So he tied it to a rope, tossed it up over this branch. And then just did that a few times till it was like never going to come down and tied like a big knot at the end of it and everything with a loop we could put our foot in. So you could either sit on the float or put your foot in the loop and kind of just hang out above the float and you'd swing over the whole canyon. Wow. It was so cool. That like, sounds it, fun. It, it was great. So I had like an old hockey stick too that I used at one point because I was like, I watched the Mighty Ducks and was like, oh shit, I like street hockey. Amelia. Oh my gosh, you're not kidding. Yeah. But uh. So we had another rope hanging down from the tree, dude. And one time I swung out on the hockey stick, but I had like thrown the other one out because I was like, I can make this transfer. <laughs> so I had my hockey stick here, threw the other one out and I went to swing into it and I totally miscalculated it. And that the float came back from a full swing and just crunched <laughs> my kneecap. I fell into the woods. I, I was just screaming. It hurt so bad. It hurt so impossible. You had everything was fine. Nothing got broken, but like uh, the sharpest pain you could, you could get uh, without breaking anything. What's the, what's the first injury you remember as a kid? <clears throat> like, like first, 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 first time that you ever hurt yourself that you can really remember. Um, I, maybe I probably say, I don't know how old I was, but we were li living in Oregon at the time in Waldport and, uh, I was running with a coffee mug and I fell, and I have a scar on my eyelid, uh, like a little tiny one, that uh, I remember like running with it, falling, and having my face hit right on the, right on the coffee mug, and it, it just chipped the corner of it. It was just like face, floor, bang. Wow. And I remember there being like uh, you know, a nice little amount of blood. I didn't go to the hospital or anything. No. That's, that's one of the first times I remember being like, ouch. Oh, I do remember one of the first things that sucked, too. This is great. Uh I was, we were living in Spokane at the time, and there were some older kids. I mean, they were probably like 10, you know? And I was just a young punk, like five or six, probably. No, I was probably a little older. I don't know, eight, whatever. But I was 
No, not eight, because I would have been here. But that was probably like five or six. And there was a kid that was like, I'm going to jump over you with my bike. And I was like, okay. Can you imagine now? No, mind. Keep, keep going. Yeah. That, no, I... Right? Like, five-year-old kid out there with, yeah. with, a, with an eight-year-old jumping over them on my bike. Yeah. I think of my daughter... If I looked out the window and saw another kid in the neighborhood jumping over her with a bike, I, th- I might spear him yeah. off of his bike. I think about this Crazy. all the time. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't know what my parents were doing. Like, my dad was on an Air Force base there at the time. He must have been working some wacky shifts or something, you know? I don't know what my mom was doing. Probably just smoking cigarettes, watching it go down. I have no idea. But I was like, he was like, if you lay down under this ramp, I can jump over you. Like, it'll be okay. Classic. And yeah. the ramp collapsed and this fucking bike ran over my back and it hurt. <laughs> it hurt really bad. And then I remember I was in the same, in the same kind of on the same street, I was running one time and tripped and fell and just took all the skin off my knee. This knee has been gamey. <laughs> it might've been this knee or that knee. I don't remember, but it was like, like a complete sheer of all the skin. And I remember there being like enough to where there was like the oozy blood was already coming. And I was like, Ah, mom and she was like what <laughs> <laughs> she blows smoke on it yeah, yeah, right. it's fine it's good it's gonna cure it my mom doesn't sound like that also fine voice i love i love my mom to death i love both my parents they did uh, the best they could yeah i think yeah. everybody's parents in that generation kind of i mean gosh we were i think i was like the near the end of the go outside and play generation where it was just you were gone, and then yeah. you come back before dark, yeah, and that was it, man. And it was good. It was. It seemed like as a kid, uh, I had a lot more responsibility than my daughter does, and I don't want that necessarily to be the case because responsibility teaches you at an early age teaches you important lessons that make you more responsible as an adult. Sure. But it's like. The world is a lot crazier and and I feel like almost more dangerous of a place yeah. than it was. And is it really? Yeah, I I don't I yeah, I think it is. I think you could afford to be more naive when we were growing up. I remember I remember uh, the same thing in Spokane, young kids, dude, like I must have been 5. And my sister and I rode our bikes just for so long. Like we were like we were like so far away from our neighborhood that I remember there being like stores and shit. Like we were like gone. Yeah. I mean, like two kids easily could have just got, you know, scooped up yeah, or anything. Like, you know, it's not necessarily like we think now as you think about like, you know, predators and all that stuff. Those people still existed back then. Just the internet's, the internet has put such a like focus on it, right? Like it's so much easier now where it's like two kids abducted. We know if two kids are abducted in Spokane now in Oregon. Well, we didn't know about it back. We didn't know. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. You know, we would. We would know. Now yeah. we'd be like, "Holy shit!" Like, there's a, there's a, like, there's Maybe. a predator or whatever. But it would still. I mean, if right. they were like a cute little blue-eyed blonde girl. But but still, if it if it was like a Mexican little boy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it sucks that that that, that isn't the case. You know, you wish that everything had the big spotlight on it. Well, a lot of kids go missing every year. More aware. A lot of kids go missing yeah. every year, like yeah. thousands and thousands. Yeah, and you would think. If the, if the world was a fair and just place, mm-hmm. that instead of a bullshit ticker on the side of the CNN or whatever for some fake dead body count. Is that what they, they have? Well, I mean, any, for like COVID. These or, kids are going fast. We're going to need to that's, get a, No, that's what I'm saying. They should have this. a ticker. They oh, okay, should, there's okay, so many. Yeah. There's yeah. so many <laughs> that happens that, I mean, they should have a little thing where it scrolls through every state 
Wow. And bing, new flash, Michigan. Yeah. Kid went missing. Boom. Sure, Mich- there should be Amber Alerts all the time. Dude. I get them on my phone sometimes. Yeah, not enough. It's because like, I think more kids yeah. go missing than Amber Alerts pop up on my phone. Yeah, I turn them off. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, because most of, the time, most of the time, it's like somebody abducted in the Portland area. Yeah. I'm like, well, I mean. What do you expect? Um, listen, I'll drive. <laughs> listen, I'll drive out there, but I'm not. I'm going to be doing a lot of training if I'm not there because that's the only reason that I'm going to go to Portland. You compete or train. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I think the internet has made more predators. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. you because you can also find communities of people that are like minded and like, trying to normalize it. Yeah, actually, absolutely. yeah, yeah, really pushing to normalize yeah. weird shit. Actually, yeah, crazy world we live in, Gaber. I know. I know. 3232, shall we call it? Yeah, we'll we'll call this one. All right. Well, friends, check us back for the next one. Goodbye. Bye. We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show.